Hello, hello, beautiful people. You are welcome to today's episode of Time Out with Zara on your number one online gospel radio, KR8 Radio. Yes, this is the day that the Lord has made as every other day we have seen in this week. And we do rejoice and we are absolutely glad in it. Uh, yes, today we have come. We, we, we are a bit recovered from the tragedy that happened in the past few weeks and yes things are not as rosy as we would have wanted them to be but the Lord is on the throne and yes he sits in the heavens and the earth is his footstool and he rules over the affairs of men our God is an awesome God he is in control and yes we are back with a heart full of hope and trust in him and yes we are back with smiles on our faces because nothing can take away our joy Yes, you are welcome to today's episode. Yeah, last week we looked at a, a, a topic I tagged, if my people, talking about a call to prayer, if God's people, um, the children of the Lord will humble themselves and and, and pray and seek God's face and, and repent of their wicked ways. Then the Lord says he will heal from heaven and he will come and he will heal their land. I hope we have been praying. We can never be prayed out because we have been told to pray without season. Yes, that is the instruction from the Bible. So we can never be prayed out. Yes, and this also, also tells us that. The only thing this tells us is we should keep praying. We should not get weary in the place of prayers. Today I have come with another topic. I have tagged behind enemy lines and if you know that movie just know that this is not about the 1997 flick which featured Owen Wilson and Gene Hackman no behind enemy lines I tagged the today's talk behind enemy lines for a number of reasons I have been musing on a lot of things lately one of which is um how we as Christians, children of God, are our own worst enemies. You know how we, we go to church and we are told to pray against the enemy. We are told to pray against the attack of the enemy and our voices are all high and we are screaming how thunder and fire and brimstone should fall on our enemies and burn them to ashes. Well, is there anything wrong with that? No, but then it is time we look inward. It is time we evaluate ourselves. It is time we look at the way we have been running our lives and things we have been doing. Which have been bringing about more trouble for us than good. So today we are looking at behind enemy lines. Uh, and let me begin this way. It is said that the best form of um, attack the, for, the best, sorry, the best form of defense is attack. And this is why we have the topic today behind enemy lines. But really, who is the enemy you're looking at? Now, behind enemy lines is a statement that has come to describe an area controlled by the enemy, where you find yourself in an area controlled by the enemy, or a secret mission behind your enemy's lines in a place of battle. Now, we, 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 we love to defend ourselves, especially in the church when we say things like, um, um, I'm going to, I'm going to attack. This is my best form of defense. Before the enemy comes to attack me, I will have attacked him and so I will have my peace and all of that. But my question to you this, this evening is really, who's the enemy you're looking at? 
Of course, we know we have the general enemy, Satan, our adversary, the devil. The Bible says he goes about like a roaring lion, seeking whom to devour. Yes, that is solid. But did you know that you could be your own worst enemy? Come along with me to Romans, the book of Romans, the seventh chapter, where Paul talks about him being his, his, like in some sense, Paul being his own worst enemy. Because he says, the things I love to do I find myself not doing them and those things I do not like to do those are the things I find myself doing so we know that um, this is this is an all all familiar situation for us too because most times you find yourself worrying like that you want to do something uh you 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 really want to do it, but you find that you are not doing it. and those things you tell yourself i don't want to do those are the things you find yourself doing romans chapter 7 verse 19 says for the good that i will to do i do not do but the evil i will not to do that i practice now if i do what i will not to do it is no longer i who do it but sin that dwells in me that is paul Apostle Paul, Uncle Paul, like Uncle Paul the preacher, Uncle Paul the I saw Jesus like life, talking about the sin in him. Now, so we all know that this is an also familiar um, situation for us. We tell ourselves, I'm not going to lie again. And then you find yourself telling that lie again. So we're going to consider how we ourselves are our own worst enemies. Now, I, I came across an article and I will be sharing it with us briefly. I, I read some things on that article that really got to me. It spoke in volumes to me. And, um, well, I'll be sharing that with you, but not until we come back from our first music break. I'll be playing a song by Casting Crowns titled My Own Worst Enemy. Deep, deep song. Listen to the lyrics and maybe you'll get where I'm coming from. God help me get away, break the chains and set me free. From the other side of me, I am my own worst enemy. Shadow is dragging me around And you are my own 
Welcome back from that music break. That was Casting Crown singing My Own Worst Enemy. Great, great song we have there. And um, if you are just joining us, this is Time Out with Zara on your number one online gospel radio, KRH Radio. And today we are talking behind enemy lines. I have said uh, we have gone some ways already and... Um, Right now, I told us I was going to be sharing with us for from an article, I, I, a 2013 article I came across on um, the internet um, by Justin Lee. Um, and it is titled, When Christians Are Christianity's Worst Enemy. Well, I'm going to be talking about Christians generally. And in the last part of today's talk, I'm going to be talking about how we ourselves, you personally, can be your own worst enemy and how to get out of that 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 position, that place, if you are in it. Now, the guy begins by saying, I am a Christian, I am proud of my faith, and I love the church. But sometimes my fellow Christians make me want to scream. Like a couple days ago, when his restaurant server posted the following photo to Reddit. Um, now, oh, I wish I can, I can show us the photo. It goes, I give God 10%. Why do you get 18%? Now, it's, it's a restaurant, um, receipt and he, the pastor, he is a pastor that, that was supposed to drop a, a tip for the waiter. And so the pastor didn't want to drop that much because they were asking for the, the tip is about 18%. And he said, I give God 10%. Why do you get 18%? Now, the story behind this is that the pastor was part of a large party who ate at this server's restaurant. Like many American restaurants, this particular one has a policy of adding an automatic 18% tip for large parties. It's something the computer does automatically, not something the server has any control over. According to the server, the pastor's party tried to get around the automatic 18%. 18% tip by asking for separate checks, even though the same person was paying for the whole table. The server says that everyone was happy with the service. They just didn't like the idea of a compulsory tip. The result, the pastor scribbled out the tip, leaving none at all and adding the note, I give God 10%. Why do you get 18%? Hmm. As a side note, I suspect the server will have been happy with 10% of the diner's income as a tip. Only 18% of the cost of the meal is a bargain. Oh, and just to drive the point home, the diner made sure to add the word pastor above the signature at the bottom. Really? Now, the guy goes on uh, to, to, to share a lot of things. And he, he, he has a book, and he said that in, in his book... He, he tells the story of his first job, waiting tables. He says, Sundays are the worst. One of the servers explained to me, that's when the church crowd goes out to eat. What's wrong with the church crowd, I asked. Oh, honey, she said. They are usually the most demanding and they are always the worst tippers. I guarantee you, if you see your table praying before the meal, you can mentally subtract a third from your tip. Standing nearby, the manager cracked a smile. They already gave at church, he said. They don't have any money left now that is about servers and about church folk but but I'll, I, I like to I like to read towards the end of of what this this author wrote and he said he all he's saying is 
why is it that it is Christians that that have to do things like this? He said in his book Torn, Rescuing the Gospel from the Gays versus Christians debate, he argues that we Christians have often become our own worst enemies. In many communities, our reputation is that of uncompassionate culture warriors, quick to shout about gays or abortion or political candidates, but slow to show grace and mercy in our everyday lives. And this is where I'm going. And these acts of ungrace by Christians have far more power to damage Christianity's reputation and influence than any attack launched at the church from the outside. I hope we got that. I take it again. These acts of ungrace by Christians have far more power to damage Christianity's reputation and influence than any attack launched at the church from the outside. I hope we are getting what I'm trying, the point I'm trying to make here today. You see, as Christians, we have become so ungracious. I, I take my cue from, from the author I just read out from. We, 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 we are quick to see the blood-sucking demons. We are quick to see the enemies that are against Christianity. We are quick to see um, all the wicked village people that are plotting and building altars against us. We are quick to see them, but really... Have we, have we taken an inward look at ourselves recently? We cry for mercy, yet when was the last time we truly showed mercy? Now, these are the situations we need to deal with today. Now, I ask again, if you are quick to attack because it's the first form of defense, Really, who is the enemy you are looking at? Because we ought to be careful not to be attacking ourselves. Recently, a prayer point was raised in church. I really cannot remember what the prayer point was about, but I took a pause and I couldn't even pray that prayer because I started asking God for mercy. Because I realized that in that particular instance, I was being a terrible enemy of my own self. So we we sometimes I'll give another typical example. You have the person that is praying against all his village people or against all her village people that are stopping him from getting a job or are stopping her from getting married. Meanwhile, character-wise, if you if you see these people, eh? I mean, if you see their attitudes, you'll be wondering, Kai, now wow. So really, when it comes to stuff like this, I'm like, we ought to look inwards so that at the end of the day, we are not even praying against ourselves. Christians have gone overboard. We now carry issues of faith and doctrine and want to trash out arguments about them on, the, on, the, on social media. It's sad. We are our own worst enemies. Paul speaking to Timothy, Paul said, avoid vain arguments, baseless arguments. But this has be- have become the order of the day on social media. My church is better than yours arguments. Is it about our churches? Your pastor is, is, is bad. Leave that church and get to another church. Is it about them? Really, we've become our own worst enemy. 
So I like to tell us yet again, before you pray any God thunder fire on my enemy prayer, look in words because you just might be praying against yourself. Paul said, the things I ought to do, I do not do them. The things I ought not do, I do them. It is the nature of sin in me. So we have to find a way of conquering this nature. This, this, this topic today is a deep, deep one. And I'm just going to touch the surface on it. I'm not going to go deep, but I just want to push you towards thought, towards thinking. Remember, Paul says, shown baseless arguments. All we should pursue is the cross. All we should pursue is Jesus. All we should seek for is for an infilling of the Holy Spirit. And trust me, if all Christians were doing that, the world would be a much, much better place because the presence of the, of the Almighty God will dwell heavily in our midst. And now that brings me to our second song on today's episode of Time Out with Zara. I'll be playing a song that simply means holy. It is titled Kadosh and it is a song by PV Idemudia and it is Kadosh. Deep, deep song. Holy. We are calling, we are, we are calling God who he is. We just want to worship right now on Time Out with Zara. You reign, you ancient Kadosh, Kadosh, you are mighty on the throne. You reign, you ancient Zion's king. Kadosh, Kadosh, you are mighty on the throne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You reign, you ancient Zion's king. 
to bow before us, oh God. You reign, you ancient Zion's king. Kadosh, Kadosh, you mighty Welcome back from that music break that was PV Idemudia singing Kadosh. Now, if you're just joining us, this is Time Out with Zara on your number one online gospel radio, KRH Radio. We've been having a great time here this evening and um, we've been talking behind enemy lines. And really, the question is, who's the enemy you're trying to attack? It just may be you. Be careful who you're trying to attack. It just might be your own self because really, at the end of the day, sometimes we are our own worst enemies. I've talked about how the church, the Christian are, are the church's own worst enemy or Christians are Christians' own worst enemies and I've said a lot already. Now, the question is, Zara, how can I be my own worst enemy? Now, I cited an, an example earlier on in the second part and I mentioned how someone might be job hunting and or let me just say someone is trusting God for marriage or something and you look at the person's character and you're like, well, well, well. Is it that, am I trying to say that people with terrible characters don't get married? No, some get married. I don't know, but sometimes, all I'm just trying to say is sometimes or most times, look inward. You just might be the one stopping yourself. You just might be the one working against yourself and most times it is a character thing most times most 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 times it is a character thing and this simply tells me that as children of God we ought to work on our characters how do we do this can we just dwell in the Bible a little more often can we just study the Bible a little more often can we just remain in the place of prayer a little bit longer until we are transformed by the Spirit of God until we are renewed by the Spirit of God this week this past week I have listened to so many of um, so many so many worship songs and and especially those songs by Victoria Orenzi. And the, what, there was one that really got to me. The song she sang, Invade Me. And she began, Invade me, renew me, change me. All she's asking, let the Holy Spirit, she says, let the Holy Spirit invade us without our permission. Because most times, when, 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 when we, 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 we wait and we're like, we want, we want to give him permission first. We don't let him do his full work in us. So why don't we just remain? a little longer in the place of the of prayer in the presence of God let his spirit hover over us let his spirit brood upon us let his spirit invade us rest upon us until we are changed the Bible says we will be changed from glory to glory why because we choose to dwell in his presence to remain in his presence so that we stop being our own worst enemies this this truth hits me Sometime in the past week. Much ado about enemies. We talk so much about enemies. Our village people has become a joke on social media. But really, they just might be accused wrongly. And may I tell us, sometimes 
you know, it's not even sometimes. The Bible says, Jesus speaking, he said, when an evil spirit leaves a man, he goes out. He comes back later after searching, searching. He comes back. And when he sees the house is swept clean and no man is occupying it, he will go and bring seven demons older than him, stronger than him, his elder brothers. And they will come and live in that man. You know what? If your heart is empty, with no Jesus, with no spirit of God, presence of God, filling you up, spirit, soul, and body, you are in for big soup. Because those village people demons, they might just be strolling and when they come and see your house is swept clean and it's just, Jesus is not occupying the space, the Holy Spirit is not there, they will come back stronger and better and they will make your life miserable. So people, it's time for us to sit up as the heritage of the Lord. It is time for us to stop being our own worst enemies. It is time for us to stop being the church's worst enemy. It saddens me the kind of things I see going on on social media. Baseless arguments that do not add an iota to God's word. They do not add a jot to what God has given us. They do not even add to us. They only leave us angry and bitter against one another. Stop being the worst enemy of the church. It's time for us to join our hands together in true unity, irrespective of what denomination or what church we attend. Let's stop the my my pastor is better than yours attitude. Let's can it, please. Let's move the church of God forward. Remember, Jesus is coming to rapture a church that is without spots or wrinkles. Trust me, he's going to come. It's time for us to start washing our garments and ensuring that they are clean. So that enemy you may, may just be shouting thunder, fire, brimstone, hailstone, come and attack my enemies. You just might be praying against yourself. Let us take heed. And just like Revelation says, take heed and hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. It has been me, Zara, on your number on your number one online gospel radio today on your favorite gospel radio show, Time Out with Zara on KI Radio. It's it's been a great time. I am rounding off right now, or rounding up or rounding off. I don't even know. I like to say thank you to all my darling listeners. I like to say thank you to my editors, um, Olua Drama, the best boss in the whole wide world. You are you are you are amazing. And God bless you over and over again. Neri Sarah the Lord bless you. The Lord enlarge your coast. The Lord keep you. Thank you so much. I pray that in this new week for every one of us, that the Lord will open our eyes to realities in Him, that we will dwell in the Word and that we will grow thereby. I pray for every one of us that we will thirst for the Spirit of the Almighty God and that we will open our lives, open up our lives for Him to feel us. Let us just say, along with Victoria Reze in that song, Holy Spirit invade us, invade us let us be all you want us to be, not all we want to be and I pray for all of us that we will have an awesome awesome new week
nations He who was and is and is to come You were mighty on your throne Oh mighty God None compares to your mighty power The world is in your hands You rule over the nations He who was and is